<coughs> Tom Bernard Show with Tevin Pittman. Alex Ram Bernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Ram Bernard. Cassie Schrader. We will be back. Dave's calling in, too. Mm-hmm. Excellent. We'll be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Oh, there are demands being made on the Tom Bernard Show. Oh, what's that? They're hoping that Dave's coming in Thursday and Friday. Yes. Yes, so he is, yes. Dave's going to co-host the show on Thursday and Friday since I cannot come in. Demands are made. Why can't you come in? I have having... my sack rewired. <laughs> oh, I have a double hernia I have to do. What are you going to do with your sack, you weirdo? Know, just, what, the, what am I going to say? I'm having my pubic bone altered. No, I you mean, say I'm having hernia surgery. That's not funny. That's like a normal that. human being. That's not possible for yeah, me. Yeah, work on that. Rewiring of his sack. New Year's resolution. 
act like a normal person. I'm sorry. Did you hear about the Jesus sticks, candy canes? Yeah, we talked about it last week. Oh. On this show. That was new to me. You're going to have to I wasn't here. say candy that canes are more banned. clearly. Yes. Oh, uh, candy canes are now banned from a school in, what was it, Indiana? Iowa. So, yeah. Nebraska. Yeah. Because the <coughs> principal says that they, the J stands for yeah, Jesus. Yeah, we talked about that. Did you know if it turns it upside down that it's not a J anymore? Did you like, know? Yeah. How a does cane? it hang on a tree if it's <laughs> upside down Jesus? Yeah. You sound more educated than the like, principal uh, of this school. You should be a school principal. <laughs> I'm guessing they don't listen to the uh, Baby It's Cold Outside Oh, I'm song sure there. that's so offensive they could yeah. faint. I just, I just heard that on Love 105 on the way over. I love what? the fact that we're playing... Baby, it's, cold, Baby it's cold outside. It doesn't seem to have stopped that from the oh, rotation God. in the playlist no. for Christmas. They have got to stop with all this. So, what were you guys going to tell me about on the show, Alex? That you want to talk about on the it show? Was, no, that was that. that. Was I didn't know well, you were talking about. We did it last about. week. Yeah, we talked gone. about that last week. Sorry. Yeah, it said the red on the candy cane is the blood of Christ, and the white on the candy cane is His resurrection, and the J is for Jesus. Well, it's yeah. like, what world did you grow up in? Because I mean, no one ever... I went to Catholic You can school. turn anything right. into uh, anything exactly. you want. Yeah. And that's what people are doing just to get attention and stay, you know, like, I know something you don't know. No, that's exactly what it is. Well, I me, say vomit. Let me run an idea by you guys and see if you agree with me on this. Because I've been, I've been thinking about this quite a bit lately. And all this extreme anger and people... You know, dredging up stuff from 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 30 years ago, whatever it is. You guys all went to college. Yep. Yep. Do they teach fear in college? Yes. They do, don't they? Teach fear. That's what they, because when people. Teach you to be afraid of things. Yeah. Or hate things. Yeah. This whole thing, this entire thing is about fear. You're afraid of this. You're afraid of that. You notice they always single out one group. For right now, it's mm-hmm. honky men. Your fault, Tevin. <laughs> Tevin's gone. It's about time. <laughs> it's about time they should wait up for Bernard. Just long. taste your own medicine there. <laughs> waited for a long time. Justice but for But I did love this. But, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's a situation. And what finally stirred it up is that there was, a, there was that nice article in the Star Tribune, but, of course, they had to take a shot at me, a guy that hasn't worked there in 20 years. But But here's what I'm wondering. Why is it so easy for you to label somebody a racist, a homophobe, and what was the other one? Or something else, too. Sexist. Sexist, yeah. Sexist, yeah. racist, and homophobe. You're well, all the ists. Yeah, that's like Kevin Hart with the Oscars just got I his know. tweets yep. dragged out. And then the uh, kid that just won the Heisman yeah. from Oklahoma, they found tweets from he, when he was like 14, 14 years, years old. 14 years old. No, yeah, and they ruined his day. so yeah. sad. What? what? 14? Yeah. Everybody says yeah. horrible. 14-year-olds are horrible people. Well, <laughs> yeah. first of all, first of all you are, would yeah. think that a, you know a minor would have some modicum of privacy you yeah. know, for that kind of you thing. You would think, yeah. That I would mean, be nice. That's re- oh my, I can't even. Yeah, I don't they even essentially know. took a middle schooler's tweets and were like, you're a terrible person. That's dude. correct. It's like, oh, don't you have any shame anymore? Everybody, no, I no, think, can limit what is accessible to the public, right? Maybe not on Twitter. On, on Facebook, yeah. you can. You can limit your your post to like going back, I don't know, yeah. a week or something I just wiped mine like out that. completely. Andy wiped all mine out from mm-hmm. Twitter and Facebook. But I, it's like, I, leave me alone. If you can do that on Twitter, people should do that on Twitter. Yeah, just I mean, Everybody should just do that on yes, Twitter. Should. So, especially since they can just twist anything and right. everybody just jumps right. on and says, yeah, that's what they meant. Right. What's insane. And again, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but I looked at that and I thought, I've talked every day of my career about how much I get along with women better than men because my, my mother, my sisters, you, Alex, 
So I don't know how I'm sexist. As far as racist, yeah, I don't like Tevin, but that's not necessarily <laughs> race. Yeah, there's a long list of people I don't like. <laughs> he just, he just has right. a terrible personality. But, but here's what's so weird, and just I'm not trying me. to blow my own horn here. I'm just trying to think, how could you arrive at okay, that? Since, Alex. Yeah, Alex, that's well, good. It's right. her phone. Oh. Catherine. God, it's in your control. Okay. You're ordering my Christmas card. I can't tell you to shut up because that'd be sexist. And mean. It would just be, yeah. <laughs> and mean. It would just be, be mean. mean, too, yeah. And then the racist part, I'm just looking back very quickly over this. Who was the first morning show in America that had uh, full-time women on it? Oh, that's right. It's Cakey Morning Show. First one in America. You know, uh, who was the first one in America that had black people on it with white people? That's right. It's KQ. Who was the first person that, that, that advocated gay marriage? Oh, that's right. It was me about 20 years ago. And the last part of that whole deal is... We're having, on this show, a week from Thursday, we're having Santa's transgender brother is going to be on the show. Lauren's coming in and playing Santa's transgender brother. All right. (laughs) But I've had, I don't, where do they get this stuff? Because I treat everybody the same, it means I'm anti. I've told you this before. You're a a large target in this market. I guess, yeah. And slinging arrows at people is just an easy thing to do. You've held on to this for 20 years? Well, he probably has nothing new to say. I mean, it's just that that's the easiest easiest thing to do. Yeah, and and I think that's what got... The only reason I brought all this stuff up was not to defend myself. And I'm not mad at Noel Holston for putting that in there. It's just... That, that's fear-based. There's no other ex- explanation for why he would do that, except he's afraid of something. And I don't know what the hell that would be. Well, it was interesting. When you brought that up to Anne, we went to this birthday love party. I love Anne. We're going to have Anne on this show, too. She's a very nice person, and she's Asian. And Tom was like, I, I just want you to know that they said some really mean things about me in the paper. And... It's all a lie, blah, blah. And she's like, I don't even care. She's like, I know you from now. I know you from here. I don't know you from back then or what they said. And she doesn't care. No, I know. She's I'm like, that's how people should act and should think of things instead of, yeah. oh, my God, something you did 20 years ago. Well, she's a very successful woman who got her success. She and her husband both, actually. Yes. They both worked very hard. They got her, their success by working very, very hard. So, I mean, we're in, a, we're in a room. The first time I heard about this, we show up in a room at Ann Ahmed's... Uh, at Lat 14. The, at Lat 14. The restaurant. On at her birthday party, her 40th 55? birthday. I said this morning it was her 100th birthday, but I cut it back down to thir- <laughs> 40th. But I'm there, and it's pretty much, what, about 90% Asian, I mostly La- Laotian. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> about 90% Asian. I didn't poll uh, everybody. Were, no, but I'm just thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> there, were, there, were about, the way there were about 10 Muslims there, and there were several women dressed in Muslim garb. There were honkies there. There was there was every brand of everything there. Black people. But everybody every got along, brand. I like everybody that. got along All phenomenally. Well, now, yeah. how is that possible? Because everybody was, you know, invited to this, and she it says, everybody here is family. And that's how it is. She was just great. It was just a wonderful time. And so it was kind of weird to, to, to read that in the newspaper, then go to that. It's like, where do you get these ideas? It's just bizarre. But I just think, and this is why I came up with an Andy agrees with me. I think now when people go to college, they're taught to be afraid of everything. Definitely. Because it motivates them to all band together mm-hmm. and get all yeah. angry. Well, Alex, you had one teacher that was like, 
all she ever talked about was how much she hated Republicans, right? Well, it was socialism class, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it was socialism Seriously, class. to the it point like where you didn't learn class. anything. No, like my final paper, you had to write a 25, you had to read a book and write oh. a 25 page paper about what you learned from the book or whatever. Did not read the book. I just did like socialist banter and I got 100% on it. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? You fooled her, huh? I got 100 No, I got over 100%. I got extra credit. Is because of because you agreed with her. I, uh, yeah. yeah. That's so sad. So you, ruined, it worked. you ruined the curve for everybody. <laughs> no, I'm sure everybody figured this one out. Yeah. I think it was, it is wasn't this, a hard code yeah. to crack. That is, is, very is this funny. the one that you left the you left the room because you were oh, like I'm no. so oh, that was a different, different one. That was my <laughs> that was my women's book club class, which oh, it was like well, it was no, it was like that makes sense. It was a no. The thing was is it was a women's book club class. It was just a class of where we read books of very famous female authors okay and then we talked about them that's what the class was supposed to be but she did nothing but talk about who's that one guy on the radio not you dad rush limbaugh rush limbaugh and how he she hated rush limbaugh and he called her (laughs) a feminazi and all this stuff and it was and it was i'm a feminazi and it was yeah. And it was Obama's election year, and yeah. she would just go on and on and oh, on. Right. And yeah. so I just started, whenever she started talking about politics, I would just leave and sit in the hallway. I remember that, yeah. And, she kept, and then she finally was like, where do you go? And I was like, I sit in the hallway, because I'm here to learn about women's book club, not your political statements. Ranting. And other people Did you came get an F? In, no, actually. Oh, other people surprising. started to come and sit with me. I'd probably, there were probably four or five. No, no, being an activist on the wrong side of the fence. (laughs) And you didn't even have to burn anything or send anyone to the hospital. Yeah, Yeah. some people come sit with me because they're like, I get so sick of it too. And I'm like, I just don't want to hear it. So I just go sit in the hallway. So you're not learning anything anyway. And then she actually was like, you're right. I'm not, this doesn't have anything to do with the class. Good. Like, yeah. Well, because she didn't Maybe shut she... up, they would have fired her because that's a Catholic college. And if you're going after yeah. Christians, they're not going to want you teaching at a Catholic college. It's going to be a little hard to handle. So what happened? Of she just was like, you're right. This, this is I not mean, part the point of class. And then and she stopped? Yeah, she stopped. Wow. She almost oh, started good. putting lithium in her coffee. That <laughs> might be. So so anyway, here, here's what I've arrived at. So, so I'm not mad at anybody. They're mad. They're still, oh, my God, it's horrible. I mean, he called me basically the three worst names you can call somebody. But that's fine. I mean, if that's what you think, then that's what you think. But it's all fe- All this anger on social media is all fear-based, wouldn't you say, Andy? <clears throat> social media? Yeah, definitely. It's all fear-based. Well, it's fear-mongering is what it fear-mongering, is. It's like, join but... my group. Well, yeah, join us or you'll be killed by these evil demons. Right. right. But anybody who has to hide behind a keyboard... To be aggressive, it's it's a tell that you're scared to death. Well, yeah. You have fear of something. Where did this fear come from? The only thing I can think of is you were taught fear by your family or your college professors. Uh, why do you want to be fearful? Because the, the world's not that scary unless you have friends. <laughs> then that gets really scary after that. But it's not. Everybody gets along just fine. I don't know where the hell this the whole idea of, oh, we can't do this and we can't do that. Yeah, you can. It's not that big a deal. Calm down. Take a couple of deep breaths. You can be anything you want to be. You can do anything you want to do. Just calm down. It's not that scary out here. And if it is, Uncle Tommy will come over and sit with you for an hour. Well, 
What do you think? I, I think that's, that's more scary than yeah. uh, <laughs> anything. Well, thanks for your support, Kevin. That's, that's just terrifying. I really appreciate that. But uh, that's it. So, so I can't even be mad about that. It's just anybody that's that terrified, that's carried it with them for 20 years, that's sad. Well, so, so yeah. it's an easy train to hop on. I guess. You know, it's too bad. It is. Uh, yes, be all that you can be, as Joe from Louisville just said. We In just the Army? Be all you can be. You that damn was, right. That was the Army's slogan for a while when I, I was, was a kid. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It was. Be all you can be. Did it make you want to join up? Join the U.S. Clearly Army. <laughs> the United States Army with Andy. Uh, oh, it started in 1986. There you well, go. No wonder I remember it. Uh, and... Stopped in 2001. It's the only thing that kept you from crying. We just played that over and over. And what, baby, it's cold outside? No, be all you can be. Be all, you be can be. all that you can be, your mammy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what? something like that? Do you have the, do you have the jingle there? Be all that you can be jingle in the be, Army? Jingle bell, jingle bell. Uh, <laughs> I think I remember it, but I don't want to. I have an Army commercial. Let's go to the end, and I'm sure they'll play it. Wow. We do more before 9 a.m. Yeah. than most people do all day. Oh, you hey, for Sergeant. Good morning. You can do it in the army. Very old sounding. It really it is. is. It really is. You played something. I think it's snappy. Yeah, yeah, they make it sound like a gas. Yeah, really, they make it sound like it's a party. We're gonna have a good old. Sounds time. like we're not gonna play Twister and. Like, <laughs> sounds like an '80s superhero show. Well, I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. yeah. We can segue into the first break with a great. Oh, by the way, Yardley Smith, you know Lisa Simpson from mm-hmm. The Simpsons. She wants to come on the show, so I don't know how uh-huh. we reach out to her, but. I've, I'm working on that one too. Yeah, she said she wanted. I talked to her this morning. She said she wants to be on. Oh my God, Lisa Simpson! Love Lisa Simpson. Wait, and she sounds just like her anyway. Well, yeah, yeah. Exactly we, talk, we talked, talked to her once before. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. she's very good. Okay, we, we go out of the segment with this quote from Jennifer Aniston. What did she say about her marriages? She's been married twice for a total of seven years. Oh, I didn't think she ever got married. Well, she was married. Think, she yeah. just married got twice. married. She's like, what is she like, sixty years old? No, it's not sixty. Fifty-five, fifty. <laughs> and she's not never she's like 50, ever gone to the doctor. She's fifty. She's fifty. No. Looks great. She does. She does. Okay, here's the quote. As we go into break, Jennifer Aniston, and I quote: "My marriages were very successful." <laughs> I don't know about that, considering you were married two years for one of them. So was the she married one. to Brad Pitt? Yes, for okay. five oh, years. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he married. left her for Jennifer Aniston. Uh, I mean, for Angelina Jolie. It's not very successful. He must no. like really crazy Jolie. Her name is <laughs> Jolie. Where do, you really go, like... where do you go from having your dad's name is uh, John Voight? To your name is Jennifer or, or Angelina. Angelina Jolie. It sounds more exact. I got your middle. So my name is. Thomas Mark. It's yeah. my new name. Mm, Don't I like call it. me anything else or I'll choke you. <laughs> okay. We'll be that back. Seems fair. Tom Bernard Show. <laughs> Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app 
processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom Why Not Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855-554-2020. And please tell them Tom sent you. How dare you. <laughs> and kids, that's when Black Santa came down the chimney. Is that what they told you when you were a kid? I don't know what they told me when I was a kid. <laughs> I can't remember. Were you talking about Black Santa? That was off the air. Yeah, because yeah, I have a Black Santa on top of my Christmas tree. Yes, he have a black. He has a. And I said when I was a little kid, there was a Black Santa in North Minneapolis. A, a, I don't know, Piggly Wiggly or wherever that. No, he would do appearances. <laughs> he was doing appearances. He was at Piggly Wiggly and all around the town. But yeah, there was a Black Santa 60 years ago in North Minneapolis. <laughs> What is the? It's just amazing. And then you, how long ago did the Black Santa oh, yeah, piss everybody like, off at the like mall? Two, three years ago, there was a Black Santa two, three years in America, ago. and everybody got all up in arms oh, about it. God, oh, it's just unbelievable. Santa's weird. white. <clears throat> he's from the Netherlands. Well, yeah, technically he's yeah. a so real person. If he was from the, oh, Saint Nicholas, yeah. I believe he's from the. Ne- so if he was black, that he'd kind of stick out like my a mama, yeah. mama, baby. Didn't yeah. JB say that they tried to bring him to the Black Santa, and he didn't want to go to the Black Santa? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, that's not the Santa. I'd like, really nice. be like, what? Really, really <laughs> is nice. this guy? Yeah, Santa most likely really, is really white, nice. but he's also a fictional character. Yeah, <laughs> he got yes. really mad. Okay, let me see if you guys would go with it. Do we have a caller? Yes. And who's our caller? I don't know. Black Santa. Hi, caller. Yes, this is Black Santa. Also known as Darkness Dave. Darkness. That phone sounds good, man. You got it all bassy and everything. Well, I'm coming in off my microphone in my bedroom. Oh, um, that's no. why. You got okay, a microphone in like your uh-huh. bedroom, you kinky. Right. <laughs> Don't ask. Don't ask. I'm offended. We have the webcam covered I up like... with a post-it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good news right there. Uh, Darkness Dave is going to be here on Thursday. Thank you for that, by the way, while I sit at home and rest my lower abdomen. Yes. I'll be more than happy to sit in for you this week. Any days you need me, Tom. If I'm not already busy saving the world, I'm at your disposal, my are, friend. Are you going to come in and do the show one day the next week when I'm here? Because it would be nice to have you in while I'm here for you know before Christmas. That would be nice if you have time one day. People could just call my 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can yeah, do that. Certainly. I'll have my people call your people. That's what I, I don't have people. That's my That would bro. be me. Yeah. Oh, that's you. That's right. My, my people. My people should be your wife. That's hilarious. That your work? wife, your wife will call you and say, hey, you want to be on the Tom Bernard show? Yes. Uh, I'm going to run this by everybody. and You tell me how, now, especially, well, no, all three women. Would, would probably have an opinion on this. A pregnant woman called off her baby shower. You know why she called off her baby shower? Her family ridiculed the name she had bestowed on her unborn son. You ready? Yeah. Now, this is his first name. It's not all of his names. It's just his first oh, name. Jesus. Okay, you ready? <laughs> I'm not. His first name is Squire Sebastian Senator. Oh, my God. Oh. I wouldn't go to that baby. <laughs> <laughs> no. I wouldn't go to that either. Squire? Sebastian Squire Senator. Sebastian. Yeah, don't uh, don't encourage that kind so of thing. So his last name is really Senator? No, no it's, it's just, just his first name. It's oh. like, just the first oh. name. It's like Mary Kate, oh, I couldn't keep up plus with all one. Yeah, so <laughs> initials. His initials are like SSS. SSS, triple S. And then whatever the last of it is. That's what I call my calling, triple S. Well, Squire and Senator are both titles. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Sebastian, though, is a cheap Seba- wine. Well, and a, it's a crab. And a, and a, and a crab. I think he's a, from that's the right. Little Mermaid. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. Oh, no, you can't mention The Little Mermaid. That's horrible now. Oh, it's What's, horrible, why too? Why is The Little Mermaid horrible? Oh, they, The, the Little Mermaid is horrible because the lobster keeps pressing her to kiss the Oh, guy. yeah, Kiss the Girl is about kiss rape now. It's about rape Because, now. of course, oh, it is. Oh, my gosh. I'm done with everything. I got to tell you. Now, here's the one thing, Dave. You run this by me and you let me know. Because oh, if, if Kiss the Girl is about rape now... How do you rape someone who, from the waist down, is a fish? She's not. She's not just a girl. Oh, At that point was, in the I movie, she's a mermaid. A whole well, she is, but she's. A, have you ever seen the Little Mermaid? Well, yeah, when you were like four. Oh, she is a fish from the waist down. Isn't no, yeah. and then not she at that point. Yeah, well, she's and not at that point. And then she becomes a girl oh, yeah, during the kiss the girl part. Yeah, yeah Ursula oh, turned her into a human. They're in a boat. They're trying they to convince Eric to kiss her so she can stay a human. Oh, right. that's what it is. Yeah, before yeah. sundown. And she wanted to be a human. She definitely did want to be kissed in that that song, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, that's the whole reason yeah. she was going after did him. Did she is because explicitly if... say that, Tevin? She, <laughs> she couldn't. She lost her voice. Prince, what's his face? Eric. Yeah, she didn't that's have a was. voice, so she could The lobster no. was speaking for yeah. her. That's okay. right, because she couldn't talk. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. She couldn't talk. How could she sing all those songs if she, she didn't, couldn't talk? She didn't sing when she was a human. Right. Oh, my God. Is, you guys uh, really need to watch Okay, as long as we're on the subject. Dave, Dave, how does Gone with the Wind end? I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Well, Black just Santa saw it brings the... all the kids present. <laughs> Black Santa brings all... I actually just saw it for the first time, like, two weeks ago. I've never you seen it. You watched Gone with the Wind? With Melissa, yeah. Really? I don't mm-hmm. think I've seen that movie. What'd you think? Are you work? Epic. A little long. Are you working your way through the AFI Top 100 films? Pretty much, yeah. We watched Holiday Inn. Yep. Oh, oh there you go. Movie. Great movie. Uh, we watched White Christmas. Love that movie. I'm mm-hmm. dreaming. What else? It's a racist uh, song. Can we start that one? Honky Christmas. I'm sure it's been tried before. <laughs> I told Tom we should re- we should do a remix in all the holiday traditions. I'm dreaming of a diverse Christmas. That would play. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Oh, by the way, I just noticed something. <laughs> if this is the real picture of her, uh, Squire Sebastian Senator, according to the picture, she's a black woman who named her son Squire Sebastian Senator. <laughs> on you, brother! On you! Yeah, when, baby! When you said that she had like <laughs> three names, I was like, that's definitely got to be a black person. <laughs> oh, you're racist. Said, once you said Squire, I was like, no black yes. person's naming their child I Squire Sebastian. So. Yeah. 
Oh, here we go. So, yeah, Squire Sebastian Squire Senator. Sebastian Senator does sound like a white woman. Yeah, like attention. Well, why would they show a black woman from the waist? Well, I, I from think the... it is a black woman. It just it doesn't. Oh, you think it is? It's unusual. In a Facebook post, which later went viral after being shared on Reddit, the woman who has not been named explained her decision to cancel her baby shower, blaming her fake-ass family. That's a black ass. Fake-ass. We're back to being black again. Fake-ass. Yeah. How can you judge an unborn child? What is wrong with you? The woman goes on to accuse her friends and family of treating her like total Shiite. After they questioned her strange name choice, they've spread rumors and lies about my child. But you can't, how can you lie about a kid's not even born yet? I don't think they were talking. I think they were talking about you, no. and you're just deflecting. Oh no! It says, uh, "No, I am not mentally unstable." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well, no, who's never said that? Somebody that's actually not mentally unstable. I was not drunk when I named my child. His name is Squire Sebastian Senator. For it's it's her. It will. It says here the woman then declares that the chosen name will only be her son's first name, and he will not be allowed to have a nickname. We come from a long-lasting family of both squires and senators. If you look back in our family, she's not black again. Squire? Squire. Yeah, they, are, you, they don't have squires and haven't for quite some time, I don't think. And that kid's getting bullied. If you well, look yeah. at, oh, oh, there's no doubt about it. Well, nobody's going to say that whole thing. Squire Sebastian. Well, but she says they're not allowed to give her a nickname, so. Oh, the kids at his school are going to give a nickname that's much worse than Squire Sebastian. Snake. Snake is your name sounds like an S. Boa. Nobody's ever going to say that whole thing. No. 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 Squire Sebastian Senator. They'll call him Squire if anything. Yeah. I would just call him Skew. That'd be good. (laughs) Skew. What up, Skew? Is it going to have a middle name, too? Well, that is just his first name, (laughs) so she doesn't say what his middle name is, but that's just his first name. My baby's name. Oh, my God. My baby's name will be a revolution to the world. A revolution, a revolution to the world. A revolution. This must be her first did, child. Did she mean revelation? <laughs> I, this is definitely I her guess? first child. I think she meant revelation, not revolution. Whatever. Well, <laughs> you say you want a revolution. You say you want a revelation. I think this is her first child, and she's just a little bit uh, taken with the whole process. Yeah, she probably is very, very young. A little bit. Up. I don't know. Yeah. To play the devil's mediator here, I think Senator would have been the most normal, insane name. Most normal, insane name. Yeah, like if mean? she would have just set, named him Senator, that would have been, I think, Like weird, acceptable. but, yeah, yeah, passable. Yeah. Uh, Squire's too weird for a name, and Sebastian is too basic and boring. Senator would have been perfect for what she's looking for, one user wrote. So basically, they said get rid of the Squire and the Sebastian, just call him Senator. This could be the first... Oh, this is cold. Okay, well, I'll close with this because it only gets worse after this. Another person texted her and said, this could be the first ever child to run away from home before he's born. Oh, God. That's fantastic. You know, sometimes you just got to be told that you're just doing the wrong thing. Yeah, Mom's I think that's what they're trying to say is you're just taking this too far, sweetie. So darkness, Squire Sebastian Senator, what's up? (laughs) Well, I mean, I... Tim Lammers couldn't be with you, so I thought I'd fill in for Tim today Ooh, what you and gonna... give you a movie review or two. Oh, I got it. You, you see, Dave? I got to get out to some movies on the Christmas break. I have seen nothing. It's terrible. I can't well, I'll get tell you what. Go. Here, here's something that I thought was an interesting uh, ploy. I grew up a Spider-Man fan mm-hmm. as a kid, right? That was my my go-to superhero. Yes. And 
in my adult years, they kind of started to try new things, and, and at, at one point they end up um, bringing in a new Spider-Man by the name of Miles Morales. And I never really got into the series or, or into it, and I wondered how they would eventually try to introduce this into the Marvel Universe. And they, they released a new movie this last, uh, well, it's coming out this week. It's called uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Right. And it was such a, a fantastic way to introduce this character with alternate histories and timelines and parallel universes kind of coming together. So we get to see Peter Parker, the, the famed Spider-Man that we've always known, and then we get to see these other world iterations of Spider-Man, from the Japanese anime version to there was a, a cute little cartoon called Peter Porker, the spectacular Spider-Ham, and he uh, even appears in this movie. So they've got like about it. five or six different iterations. But the whole idea is that... Um, uh, Kingpin has tried to, he's trying to get his family back, um, and he is opening up portals to different dimensions to try to find the closest versions to the family he lost, and, and you find out why his hatred for Spider-Man is so deep in this movie. And they introduce the character of Miles Morales, and I thought it was a, a really well-done version of the story to now inject it make you like him, surround him with Spider-Man and all the different versions of Spider-Man so that when we leave the movie and Miles Morales is, is the last spider standing, you can go forward now, and we've got Miles Morales is the amazing Spider-Man. So it was beautifully done. The animation to me was a little weird and wonky, and I, I respect that they're trying to get out there and do something different, and they gave these perspectives of 3D without 3D that were really kind of yeah. interesting. Uh, but overall, it was a fun movie. Uh, my my boys loved it. Uh, I liked it. My wife liked it. Uh, it, it. People applauded the movie. And I'll tell you what, there's one cameo scene in there with um, Stan Lee, and I don't want to give away what he does or says, but oh. it is so poignant in, in his little line that he says in this that if you don't get a little lump in your throat, you're just not human. Uh, but it is a really fun movie. And out of five stars, I would easily give this about four and a half solid stars for just a, a good overall movie to take the kids out to and enjoy. And if you are a comic book fan, this is this is going to be a movie you can enjoy and and introduce a new diverse character to the Spider Universe. And it doesn't feel forced or pressured. It just feels like okay, this was the the best way for them to bring in this iteration of Spider Man, and I think they they handled it beautifully. I think it's wonderful. You know that you and I are the only people on Earth that still use iteration, but I do love the word iteration. I love that word. Oh, it's just such a, it's such a great uh, point word in Scrabble as well. Why wouldn't she use oh, it as God, much yeah, as you can? You're 100% right. There's no And the other question. one I was going to mention, you guys should check it out. You know, I, I know there's this glut of superhero movies, and a lot of people are starting to feel superhero fatigue. But what I really like is this new movie that's going to be coming out in, I think, Memorial Day. It's called Brightburn. And they've taken the story of Superman and turned it into a horror movie. So it uh -oh. follows the same deal. You've got the, you've got the, they're not the Kent family, but you've got the Mon Pa who own the, the farm, can't have a baby, a spaceship lands, they find this baby, and I'm, I'm only giving away what's exactly in the trailer, and they bring him up as their own, and it's very Clark Kenty feeling. Mm -hmm. But as he gets older, it's what if Clark Kent were Damien Thorne from the Omen movies. Mm -hmm. um, it is really well done and creepy as hell looking and i'm looking forward to this one because it's going to turn the superhero movies kind of on their ears uh and i love that they're taking the character who i've always been least fascinated with superman and making kind of a, a darker weirder version of of what would it have been like if he didn't grow up with you know all of the love and kindness and and was still this dark 
monster, which is what Lex Luthor was always afraid he would turn into. But Brightburn, if you haven't seen the trailer for it, check it out. It has all the vibes of a really creepy horror movie with a totally different twist. Do you not like Superman because of the George Klein joke? I think it was George Klein. Do you remember the Superman joke? What was no, the joke? What actually, was it? actually, it was not a joke. It was just a statement. He said, somebody answer something for me. Superman. Indestructible Superman. I mean, this guy can just stand there and take six bullets right to the chest, but when they throw the gun at him, he ducks. <laughs> well, that's just being smart. <laughs> we got to take a break. We'll be right I, back. Uh, I, I just never liked him because he was too much of a Boy Scout. That's all. I understand. Back in seconds, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Oh, good song. It is a good song. Mm -hmm. I like it. Oh, best Christmas song ever. Is it? Yeah. This Mariah Carey? Yeah. Yep. I heard you were marrying her. Is that true? I wish. Good luck. You got the big dough. Yeah, good luck staying married. That's all I'm saying. She's not a pleasant person. Yeah. One of the people that I love, she's been on this show several times. I've talked to her a million times over my career. Dina Martin. Oh, yeah. Dean Martin's daughter is sticking her by her pledge to continue performing Baby It's Cold Outside despite the frosty reception the decades old song has been receiving over its lyrics. The 70 year old, she's 70? God, I'm surprised she's not older. God, she looks really good. Nancy Sinatra. She had her dialed up. There's no doubt yeah, about I'm that. 70 is, sounds young for Nancy Sinatra. No, not Nancy Wait, Sinatra. this is Dina D- Martin. Dina Martin. Oh, okay, because, yeah, Nancy Well, no. She's Man- the same age. Yeah. Nancy Sinatra's no. 78. Yeah, so. 78? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy God. Well, of course. Life is flying by. Dean Martin's daughter sticking by her pledge to continue performing Baby It's Cold Outside. The 70-year-old appeared on Fox and Friends Monday and responded to the sudden outrage over the holiday melody, which her father so famously performed before his passing in 1995 at age 78. I was absolutely flabbergasted, said Dina, about the recent controversy. It's just insane. When I heard it, I said, this can't possibly be. You know, it's a sweet, flirty, fun holiday song that's been around for 40 years for my dad. He did it in 59, but when I saw it, 
I tweeted, I think this is crazy. What do you think? And then all of a sudden, it just went viral. Why do they want that song to be a rape song? I was listening to it on the way here, as a matter of fact. And she says, maybe one cigarette more, maybe just a half a drink more. Right, she wants to stay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she felt pressure from her family to get home. Right. That was the whole point, not that, you know, she didn't want to stay. Once again. It's fear-based because you want to be offended. Right. And it's cold outside. How Maybe many times do you not outside. want to go outside when Absolutely. it's cold? Absolutely. Like today, for instance. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, needs to hey, off. rape culture. Devin's going after me, Catherine. What? He just said, baby, cat. it's cold outside to me. <laughs> I'm very upset. I'm very yeah, upset. I, I, I listened to the whole song on the way here, and I was just like, I, I mean, you could, like I said, you can just twist anything. And there's no, anything. Anything. Anything at all. I, I just, uh, I don't know why people want to think that. I don't know why they want to believe. It's a She does song. say the only, I think the. the, the what's in this drink? The, the, what's yeah. in this drink? Say That's what's in this drink. One. But it's not, question it's one. not even questionable. It's, it's like, like God, it? I've had too much to drink, I think, is what I got out of that. I've always thought, like, is this rum? Is it, what is it? Yeah, because she said maybe just a half a drink more, about maybe three just times. Maybe a half a drink more. Well, if she's, if she's taking a roofie, she's like, oh, let's do two or three more roofies. What <laughs> do you more say? Just another half of a roofie drink. Seriously, are fine. all women so pathetic mm-hmm. and frightened and so, so they've been trained dainty to be. and miserable that they can't even, I mean, you can't listen to a Christmas song without thinking that it's got to be about rape. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, come on. I mean, women are stronger than this vibe that's out there right now. See, that's now. the exact point that I thought. Right. Why aren't we that. more offended? Why aren't we more offended by the fact that uh, I creep downstairs and my mom's uh, cheating on my dad, making out with Santa Claus? And yeah. Kind of exciting. <laughs> What about that Why aren't action? people more uh, upset about that song? I what agree. No, you're 100% correct. Although the, isn't there a radio station? There's somebody that's pulling, like, boycotting that song, too. Which uh, one? Red. The Mama's Mommy Making kissing Out. Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, oh, my Santa God. Claus. What's like, wrong with that now? Making Out. Why don't you calm down, Tim? Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's dancing. Just tongue in Santa Claus. I saw a tongue in Santa Claus. I thought the whole point of that song was that Dad is Santa Claus. Yes, that is the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, but that ruins the offensiveness of it. Andy. Yeah. You don't want to bring up facts. Right. <laughs> like some sort of idiot. Oh, I got good news for Dave. McDonald's yep. is rolling out bacon and cheese fries early next year. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Dave, now we're talking. Dave. Well, Dave, it's been nice to see you. That guy's bow, Andy. <laughs> well, you're the McDonald's connoisseur. You got the McRibs. Now you yeah, got like bacon cheese fries. It. That's as far as it goes. Oh, McRibs. yeah? Oh. Once I got the wormy McNugget, I gave up on uh, those. What? what? Yeah, he found you, a worm what? in his McNugget. What? Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, never mind. Was it baked into the McNugget <laughs> or just in the box? I remember it well. It was inside yeah, bit, the nugget. Uh, bit into my, bit into my oh. McNugget, pulled back the bite, and a worm was sticking out of it. That and I, is I disgusting. I made her roll. I my mouth I giving like thanks that, that I, I didn't find apple worm. And then I spit it in the box, and I, I sat there, and then I walked up Jesus. to the manager, and I go, excuse me. And she goes, yeah, and I open up the box, and I show her the mc- Like I'm proposing for, I open up the, the box. The <laughs> yeah, exactly. She said it with the worm hanging out. She goes, oh. Oh. Um, well, hold on. I'll go get you some more. And I looked at her and I said, oh, nope. oh no, thanks. No. And she goes, oh, yeah, maybe not. And I said, I'd just like my five bucks back. 
So she handed me my five bucks, and that was the one day I didn't have my cell phone on because I should have tweeted Worm and McNugget, and I would have had the most viral post in the history of, of McDonald's. Well, you got that right. Oh, God. You mm, got that right. Well, right up fried chicken head that apparently showed up in a McNugget box at some point in history. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll it happen. Sour me to me to it, but they, they bring me back in with McRib only to take it away from me, Andy. They're horrible, horrible <laughs> human beings. All the best things are always limited edition. Well, I don't know true. why. Well, it's one of the reasons why they're the best things. It's just true. I did not. Did anybody watch Saturday Night Live this weekend? Anyone? No. No. Was, was I think anyone I saw a sketch of. You talk about when it was a Game of Thrones. They tried to do like a sketch of that was just this cringeworthy. Yeah, I guess the whole show was just horrendous. Yeah. Well, Robert De Niro has lost his. He needs to go to the hospital and check in. There's something wrong with him. De Niro. Yeah. Robert De Niro popped out of Eric Trump's closet in his return as Robert Mueller on Saturday Night Live's Cold Open, but the actor stumbled over his lines in a performance The Guardian calls all awkward delivery and self-satisfying Uh-oh. mugging. Seriously, Robert, you need to go to the hospital and get and get checked out. There's something wrong with you. Something's going on. God. Well, his wife left him, you know. Mm. His wife, his well, wife that'll distract him. you. Well, I mean, this is because of this, I think, because he's acting so damn weird now. I mean, here's a guy who had it made, but that's not enough. Maybe he had a psychotic break. Uh, it says here, uh, even by the low standards of this season, this cold open felt rushed. Its opinion of the Jason Momoa-hosted episode doesn't improve much from there. Moving on to the Call Drago's Ghost Dojo sketch. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Takes what should have been a, a layup and instead shoots a brick thanks to mistiming. I guess the timing on this show this weekend was just horrible. I haven't watched that in a live in a long time. I know. Uh, I can't even. terrible show. Although, don't tell Finesse Mitchell, because I like Finesse. Oh, he was just here at the House of Comedy, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes. He was sitting in your chair. He was the last yeah. guy to sit in your chair. So you're you're good. You're, it's quite the... It's quite the uh, you know history you got to like support. Black excellence. Oh my God, here yeah. we go. Now he's got a shirt on that says Black Excellence. How come the shirt's not black? I don't know because I wanted a maroon one. <laughs> I want a maroon. Where do you get Black Excellence? Uh, from I think it's like BlackShopBlackExcellence.com. Oh, it is. Yeah, I just felt like I bought. I just felt like I, as a black man, I was obligated to get one. Oh my! As a black man in America today, <laughs> works man, for, that works for me. Struggling in America. I got no Although problem. Although I realized that if like white people had a white excellence shirt, it'd probably be the end people of the world. People would be upset. Like, be, yeah, people would not like that now. very much. White excellence. So I think I'm going to do it. Mm. Go ahead. Just piss everyone off. <laughs> yeah, be... I don't know if people know that, but I kind of like pissing people off. Has anybody <laughs> ever noticed that? But, you know, it all works out in the end. Um, I don't know. What did you think about Why did they have to ruin the Heisman Trophy winner's big day? Biggest day of his life, maybe, as far as sports are concerned. Mm-hmm. The day he wins the Heisman Trophy, they have to rip him for something he said when he was 14 years old. Because people Tevinson. are buttheads. <laughs> what? Mm. It's, Seriously. And the worst part, because they essentially put those out right as he's winning the they Heisman. Did. So that yep. means they found yep. these. Oh, yeah. He, he was just waiting. And we're like, I'm going to yeah. wait for my yeah. moment. See, yeah, that is sad. Because, if, yeah, if it wouldn't have been, like, if he wouldn't have won the Heisman and he would have gotten drafted into the NFL or he, I think he's going to play baseball, they probably would have released it then. So they're yeah. really just waiting to ruin. Well, yeah. the good news Why? is everyone is thinks this guy is scummy as hell. So. Yeah. 
Oh, they do now? Yeah. Oh, they're turning on. Good. That's what 14. people need to do is start turning on the people that they are do, yeah. dredging this up. Oh, they're crap turning up. on the people that are dredging it up. Yeah. Good. Oh, good. Good. Glad to hear it. I yeah. hope they do that more and more. They need to, yeah. Yes. Well, that's one of the things that I've always said about the, the way, way far left honkies is that they're actually afraid of black people and they're trying to keep you at arm's length, like I do, Tevin. Like right. I'll sure. say this is why this is as close as I get. <laughs> as close as you're getting, Buster. I get, this whole thing is getting crazier by the minute. I'm going to wait till he has a special time, and then I'm going to ruin it for him. Why because do you want to do that? Because you're a vicious, horrible human mm. being. But he was That's 14. why you would do that. I mean, there's no reason. There's no excuse for acting like that and no, doing something not. like that to someone. There's not any excuse for that what, whatsoever. What was it that he did at the age of 14? Yeah, what uh, was the horrible tweet? A post about something about gayness. What or was something. his name? Kyle Murray. Uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler. I didn't see the actual see, but tweet, here, but yeah, it was something let's with see. some homophobic yeah. slur. Yeah. Here's the takeaway, though, right? I mean, if you're going to look for the silver lining, this is a, a teaching moment that you show your children. This is why social media and and what yep. you post or what you put out there that you think will be forgotten or will be. Um, you know, uh, erased in time will right. always exist That's and why right. you need to be careful. So there is an upside to people sharing this stuff because you have to be aware that what you say and how you present yourself will always be there. It's always mm-hmm. going to be a first impression that lasts 15, 20 years later. James Gunn learned that the hard way, yeah, unfortunately. He did. Yeah, he um, did. You know, but at what line do you draw? You know, well, he was a kid. Well, that was 10, 15 years ago. You know, a lot of it should be looked at, as you said earlier in the show, you know, I know you now. This is how I know you and what I know you as. And everybody makes mistakes. And if you can go forward and not use the N-word, not use homophobic slurs, not do this, that shows that you've learned, that you've become better. And that's what we should all be striving to do instead of lingering. And what would be great is for somebody to say, you know what? I had to pour over the last eight years of his tweets, and that's the only tweet I ever found. So congratulations to him for only having done this one time and learning from that mistake. That's what people should be talking about in these cases instead of dredging something up. And listen, at one point in our life, we've all said horrible, hateful things uh, to somebody and not expected it to come out. And then if it does get out and you realize the hurt that it causes or that the joke was not a joke even though it was – you laughed at the time. Somebody needs to just stand up for that. And I, you know, I think that's a, an important part for kids to learn now is that there are repercussions. And man, you don't want this to come back on you 10, 15 no, years later. You're absolutely tweet, right. Tweet, delete. That. Yeah. And well, yep. and especially. That, that's an app. That's you can, where, yeah. yeah. Tweet, delete. And especially because, like, I mean, back when I was in middle school, like, the R word. It used to be like you weren't saying it to be offensive to a special needs person, but it was like you just like use words that were socially oh, like, unacceptable now yeah. to describe certain situations. Yeah. And it was like looking back, you're like, yeah, we're idiots for saying that. But it's like it's a different time, and it's like, how are you going? Like now, when it's not culturally acceptable, you like you move on. It's yeah, I mean, the word basically was times. used uh, like. To retard spoilage. That's that's yeah. the only time I had ever heard that. Other, and then people turned it to retard, which I don't understand how it became that because it's to retard spoilage, just to hold, you know, so that spoilage won't develop as quickly. So why that was ever passed along to people, I don't know. You've never heard the term mentally well, retarded before. Well, they were saying that. Oh yeah, they yeah were saying that's that, true. That it that's was true, yeah. a retardation yeah, of learning say. process or the brain's ability to be retarded in that case. 
and yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of those slang words that have had to be altered mm. as we progress, sure. right? And and the thing right. is, there are still some comedians that use it and throw it out there, and it's kind of like re-owning the word to, hey, if you give it power to be hateful, then it will be. But yeah. let's let's not make that what it is. You know, we're using it in this case, but you know, I mean, geez, the times change. Right back in the day, if you were gay, and they, you know, if if we had Twitter in the twenties. Oh, that Tom sure was gay the other night. It would be all about how happy and joyous you were. You exactly. Were. Um, you know, and then it, it turns around in the 80s. Man, you were so gay. It was more of a slam, but not in the... It wasn't even slamming the homosexuality of it. It just meant that you were so weird and out of it. And then, you know, that's changed now to become empowered to a different word. So should I be punished because in 1985, I'd tell my friend, God, you're so gay. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, should, I remember- that, should that link... Sorry. Well, Keep you on. know, Dave, I'll tell you what. I brought it up on the morning show. I'll bring it up again. Catherine and I, in 1988, were in San Francisco. Andy was born. Alex wasn't born yet. We were pushing Andy down the street in San Francisco in a in stroller. stroller yeah. And two two gay men, because they wanted everybody to know that, drove by and screamed at us, effing breeders. <laughs> They did. Remember that? Well-adjusted people. That's like, I'm walking down the sidewalk. How am I offending you? I don't understand. (laughs) How can I be such a horrible person? I will never forget this. Don't get it. Maybe we were in an area we weren't supposed to be in. Oh, but at the Fairmont Hotel? With our heterosexuality. (laughs) It was just... Interesting. And I remember, Andy, there was a, uh, I don't know, what, fifth grade, sixth grade? Everybody, saying... Calling people gay was just like a standard thing. Yeah, totally. Oh, that's what Brittany brought up this morning. I mean, yeah. just—I mean, it was—that's what they did. I don't know why, but it there, wasn't. It's not appropriate now. Right. Obviously. Okay. We've now adjusted. We know that that's not acceptable. So now people don't use it in the there same context. Go. There and, you go. And yeah. it moves on. So let's let go of what happened. 15, 20 years ago or seven, eight yeah. years and ago Andy, if the context is out of, right, out of yeah. place. Yeah, and you're not going to hold Andy responsible for the fact that that's something that was said around school. Yes, I mean, I that's am. just you know ridiculous. It's Andy's fault, 100%. We got to think about, well, okay, Tim, I mean Dave. Darkness Tim. That's what I'm going to call him from now on when he calls in. <laughs> But I there will, already is a darkness, Tim. There already is. Well, <laughs> oh, that's right. There is a darkness, Tim. Never mind. We can't have another one. Well, thank you for filling in Tim Lammer's spot today. And I look forward to, uh, I'll be listening to you on Thursday and Friday. And then come on in next week so we can schmooze at Christmas time. Christmas time Sounds is good. here. Sounds good. When Take they're care, ratcheting up you your nuts. Week, I'll, <laughs> I'll see the rest of you on Thursday and Friday. Filling in. Exactly. Oh, that's what it was. I thought it was ratcheting thank them you. up. We'll be <laughs> back. <laughs> Jesus, ratcheting them up. We'll be back. Uh, oh my God. <laughs>